So one of the things we're going to look at uh, this morning is from 1 Samuel chapter 16. Okay, 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 1 to uh, 13. Even before I go into the word of God, I would like to pray a small word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, we commit this uh, ministry of word into your hands and let it be a blessing unto our souls, unto our spirit. And Lord, help us to make progress spiritually. Lord, help us to grow in you. Lord, help us to glorify you through our lives, Lord. Lord, uh, I come before you as as a as just like a donkey, Lord, who's unworthy, uh, who's insignificant. But Lord, you've chosen to speak through it, Lord. You've chosen to sit on it, Lord. And I pray uh, that uh, you would use me. Uh, uh, Lord, I humble myself and for your glory, Lord, we bless the people who are attending here today. Lord, let it be for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> so we are looking at uh, 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 1 to 13. Okay, I'm going to read it. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. But Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears about it, he will kill me. The Lord said, Take a ephah with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what to do, what to anoint for me, the one I indicate. Samuel did what the Lord said. When he arrived at Bethlehem, the elders of the town trembled when they met him. They asked, do you come in peace? Samuel replied, yes, in yes, in peace I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourself and come to the sacrifice with me. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height. But have rejected him, the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, the Lord has not chosen him one either. Jesse then had Shema pass by, but Shema, Samuel said, nor has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse had seven of his sons passed before Samuel, but Samuel said to him, the Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? There is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He is tending the sheep. Samuel said, send for him. He will not sit until, uh, will not sit down until he arrives. So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. And the Lord said, Rise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Samuel then went to Rama. Right. So, so it's a very interesting uh, you know, passage and a very familiar passage to uh, so many of us who uh, believe in Jesus Christ for some time. So this is a story of uh, King David. In fact, this is the story of a David when uh, he was uh, 
some people say when he was a teenager right he is not yet uh, fully uh, you know uh, no not cross might be not cross 18 years and fully grown up man so he was just a teenager tending his father's sheep right on the mountains so this is an instance where uh, we've taken from the bible where actually god has rejected saul as king because of his disobedience not once you know because of his you know continuous disobedience and unrepentant heart and you know we see saul uh, was rejected uh, by god right but still we see samuel continues to lament for him mourn for him samuel continues to uh, shed tears for him uh, uh, you know hoping that god would again reconsider saul bless saul and through saul uh, bless the nation of uh, israel again kings are very important for a nation right and uh, if the king is right we know the whole nation uh, you know will be blessed so samuel's concern was not just for saul samuel's uh, concern for the nation of israel and he want the nation of israel to be blessed and we know for that to happen the king has to be right so he continued to mourn for saul hoping that saul one day would repent and come back to god and uh, follow god fully all is hard but then by then it was too late it was too late so by then god says i have rejected him but uh, then god actually uh, picks someone who is not known who is not even in the picture who is not even in the army who is not even uh, well known right he is somewhere deep in the mountains tending his father's uh, flock but god saw him god saw his heart right and we come further down we see samuel uh, who came here for the sacrifice he wanted to uh, anoint as god said one of jesse's son so he was looking who is that son going to be so he made the first son pass by second son pass by in fact the bible says when the first son came in front of him the moment he looked at him the appearance and his height he thought this is the holy one this is the anointed one this is the chosen one but god immediately said no 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 wait stop no do not go by the appearance the man goes by the appearance but i go you know by the heart and then the seven of the sons the same manner they pass by before samuel but none of them are chosen then then samuel asked are these all the sons you have then his father remember no no i have one more was deep on the mountain standing my sheep i'll call for him his father also and expect that is is the youngest son david could be the anointed one so uh, it also came as a surprise to his father and then we we see that uh, david is brought and immediately god sees this is the one and samuel anoints him with that oil and the spirit of the lord would come on him so today uh, we are actually going to discuss on the topic of perception okay perception now how you perceive uh things so the the uh, the uh, dictionary definition says become aware of something through your senses so you become aware of something that it is existing or it's going to happen or this is moving in this direction through your senses you know you become aware of it in other words you know your senses are giving all the information and and it it's, it's the way you interpret those information 
to yourselves. So that is actually perception. Become aware of something through your senses or interpret you know, what your senses are actually saying. So today you can be walking in the street looking at the dark clouds and you can smell this. Uh, you know, the you know, we have there's a particular smell, right? When whenever it's gonna rain, and and you can hear the thunders and say to yourself, ha, ah, it is gonna rain today. So basically, you have not seen the rain, you have not seen it, but still you are able to look through your eyes, hear something, smell something, and still say, Yes, it's gonna rain today for sure. Right? So uh, so so you know. These are certain inputs which you are receiving from the senses and then you are processing it on the, in, uh, on the inside and you are coming to a conclusion, right? And you are coming to an understanding or this is what going to happen or this is what is, right? So again, the perception also depends on a person. It doesn't have to be, okay, the same kind of inputs will have same kind of a perception, not necessarily. It can be different for different people. So I can give you a funny example today that we can, uh, me and my wife can be in the same room looking at the same wall and I can look at the wall and say, oh, there is a lizard. But at the same time, my wife can look at the wall and say, oh, there is a lizard in the house. So it's the same input, same things was we are seeing, but now how we perceive is completely different. I see it just another creature just crawling on the wall but my wife sees it as something a big threat that we need to deal with it right now right so it's it all comes down to you know perception right so we see more and more stories in the bible like that we see you know in the old testament it talks about uh, how moses uh, has god commanded sent 12 spies uh, into the promised land so 12 of them goes, they look at the same things, they, they hear about very similar things and they uh, bring a uh, bit of the samples of uh, what kind of a cultivation is happening there. And the same things all of them see, same things all of them hear, all of them, the same things all 12 of them feel. But when they come back, when they come back to Moses, when they come back to Israel, we see uh, not all the 12 of them have the same report to say. In fact, the 10 of them said, we look like grasshoppers in front of them. So they, they thought surely that we're going to die in the hands of these Anakites, these giants. But these two uh, people who carried the Bible said, who had a different spirit. And these two people, who are these two people, Joshua and Caleb, and said, wow, you know, it is exactly as God has promised unto us. The land is flowing with milk and honey. So, uh, same people are looking at, you know, uh, uh, different things, you know, uh, gone through all the fields and, you know, cities and everything. And they are coming back and they are actually giving uh, a different report altogether. So, again, it comes down to how you perceive, right? So, yes, your inputs are saying certain things. Uh, but it also comes down to an individual how that particular person perceives, interprets that information which is given unto him, right? So, another uh, place we see, uh, we have an instance of Abraham and Lot, right? Abraham, uh, after a point, they, 
the uh, the the, sh the shepherds among them you know they started fighting abraham shepherds and lord shepherds they started fighting because you know the they have huge amount of cattle now and the land is small so they started fighting there was a disagreement and immediately abraham said see it's not good for us to uh, be in one land because our cattle are too huge it's best us for us to depart so you if you go to the right i'll go to the left if you go to the north i'll go to the south right so immediately lot looked at uh, the greenery of sodom and gomorrah and he said that's the best place for my cattle and he went there and we know what happens later and abraham didn't didn't cry we you know uh, 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 didn't uh, um, um, you know get hurt oh he took the best of the best land you know i'm gonna get the worst of the worst land which is not even cultivated there is no grass nothing of that you know worried him so what gave him assurance and hope was the promises of god that how god gonna bless him make his descendants as numerous as, as stars in the sky and how god is gonna uh, use him to actually bless nations so he was not worried about there is grass or there is no grass. He was not worried about whether there is greenery or no greenery. So but same things, again, two different people, you know, uh, the way they thought about it, the way they came to conclusion uh, and the actions they have taken is a completely uh, different thing. So, so it all comes down to how we, uh, you know, perceive it, right? So one of the things which we look here in 1st Samuel chapter 16 uh, verse 7 it says but the Lord said to Samuel do not uh, because again surely Samuel thought the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord so the reason here Samuel is thinking like that is because the Bible is saying he was looking at an outward appearance of a man he was looking at his features he was looking at his height how tall this person is how masculine you know this person is you know how handsome this person is so he basically was looking at an outward appearance and then he is coming to a conclusion basically it's his eyes which is deciding for him right so he's seeing certain things he's coming to a conclusion okay this is uh, this is the anointed one but but we see immediately do not consider you know, this person right people look at the outward appearance but the lord look at the heart right so one thing we see clearly here how a man perceives another man how a man perceives a situation right same kind of inputs you know but a man can come into completely a different conclusion but as god perceives in a completely different way right so man's perception is different from god's perception right so here god is saying a man looks at the outward appearance but god looks at the heart how did god look at David, he looked at the heart, not an outward appearance, not his age, right? Today, we tend to reject or accept people based upon their age, right?
right? So today, knowing I keep hearing many of the marriage proposals which is coming to them, they accept or reject based upon the skin color or based upon their height or based upon their appearance, right? Because today the world is emphasizing so much on it. There's so many beauty products out there. You know, there is so much of uh, uh, things the world is emphasizing and it's saying you need to, you know, appear, you know, appear good. Then only you will be accepted by the people. But Bible is saying the way God looks at it is different from a way, you know, people look at it. And it's very important that we take the same perception as God takes. Because let's say, imagine, you know, you just go by the outward appearance. Let's say you go by the most beautiful girl or the most handsome girl, but his character, again, not necessarily is beautiful or handsome on the outward, you know, as a man doesn't mean that, you know, he's good on the inside, right? It's, it's not movies. Right, where we see, you know, where a man looks very handsome or a beautiful, you know, woman, it means that he is the actor or he is the actress. And we see a guy who is very ugly and dirty and messy and, uh, you know, you, and then we, we immediately brand him, yes, this is the villain. Right, so the movies have taught us to perceive things in this world like that, where we look at something beautiful, handsome, you know, a man or a woman and immediately, is the guy for me and the moment we look somebody who is not so good looking not so uh, having such a great appearance is, is definitely not the man for me so the movies have taught us to pursue things in that way right and also the movies have taught us to uh, you know what it gave us a false pride false insecure false security okay it's not a uh, true, it's not a true security, it's a false security, a false pride, which the world is actually uh, teaching us. Here, imagine the condition of Elia, imagine the condition of, uh, you know, other, you know, brothers of David, who thought, I worked so hard, you know, I fought for you know, my nation's army, you know, I was at the front line killing people, I was doing this, I was doing that, and and obviously I had to have this appearance and everything. Surely the God is going to anoint me. I'm sure everybody who was passing by before Samuel were thinking, you know, you know yes, I, there's reasons why God has rejected my brother, but I'm sure God is going to you know, accept me and anoint me. So what they were looking at was all of them were, uh, they were proud and especially you could, uh, you know, it might be even Jesse was proud of his, the eldest son or the other sons who are actually having a good appearance and uh, you know very good uh, you know height and compared to the youngest son who is nowhere to be seen. So when Samuel came, he called all his sons except for his youngest son. So there is a false pride and a false um, uh, you know uh, per, you know uh, the perception the world wants us to uh, you know take it and apply to ourselves a false security. Because uh, you could be accepted by the world and can be you know, rejected by God. Because the world and God doesn't have the same standards. The world and God, you know, man and God looks at things differently. 
and thinks different not just look at even they think differently any at times that's why god has said in isaiah we read you know the the plans which god has are higher than you know what man has for himself right just as you know uh, the the north is far away from the south just as the east is far away from the west how you know it's so far away right just as you know sky is so far away from the earth saying that that's higher you know the plans of god is that's how far you know uh, the men are able to come close uh, to god's uh, way of thinking god's way of perceiving things right so again we come back god looks at the heart so later on we also hear god testifying why he chose david because god is saying because i found a man who is after my own heart so his his heart david's heart was going after his own heart why did god choose uh, uh, why did god allow joshua and caleb into the promised land why not other 10 spies and all other people because these two carried a different spirit you know these two had faith to believe that yes god can give us in, in, in spite of what we see and hear around us and the kind of enemies we are facing right so god looks at your heart today you no know, god looks at your faith today right so man hardly looks at heart man hardly thinks about faith right man doesn't think that you know the posture of your heart is actually important to receive a blessing or you know to be rejected for a blessing but for god that is the most important thing god just doesn't look on the outward right if you read jeremiah uh, you can open that so uh, jeremiah 17 was 10 i the lord search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct according to what they did deserve so to reward a person right so god is not just stopping with you know his deeds and uh, his um, actions but he's also talking about how god examines her heart examines her mind so so god just doesn't look with the eye senses right god actually looks right through your heart what is there inside your heart right so that is the reason we see and the man just stops with the outward appearance right so that is the reason we say uh, how god perceives is different from how uh, a man perceives so it's so it's very important it's very important that we train our own perception it's very important that we don't uh, uh, look at a person just on the outward it's very important we don't accept a person or make friend with a person just on the outward because on the outward he can be having a sheep skin but on the inside he can be a wolf to come and attack the sheep so it's very important when you lay hands on a person and to know whether he is going to have that patience to persevere or he's going to leave halfway through. so when he looked at 
Mark, even Paul, when he looked at Mark, he thought, okay, he's going to come with us in the journey, you know, accompany us, help us. But we see halfway through, he's no more and he's gone back. So it's very important how you know, we perceive uh, people, right? Uh, here, you know, the Samuel, uh, uh, here we see Samuel was still mourning uh, for the king, for Saul, but he's not realizing that God has actually rejected Saul. So we could be in that state and still continue to mourn and worry for things which God doesn't even care and bother anymore. And where God wants us to move, we could be still stuck with those things and not be able to move on. Again, here Samuel we know is a person, is a prophet and is actually sensitive to God. Is actually, when mourning, is actually sitting in the presence of God. Immediately, the spirit of the Lord told him, you're mourning and crying and weeping you know, for the wrong person. He's not the one now you need to be crying and mourning for. So it's very important to train our perception because if we don't train, you know, uh, we, our resources can be wasted. Here, Samuel's time can be wasted. Samuel's tears can be wasted. But the Spirit of the Lord intervened and told them, you need to you know, get up, rise up and go and anoint the son of Jesse. So as we train our perception, how? We are able to train by sitting in the presence of the Lord, right? As a human, we can come to a completely different conclusion. But as we sit in the presence of the Lord, as we sit to hear Him, you know, as we sit to be taught by Him, right? Many of us uh, are actually uh, coming to churches to teach their own pastors and teachers, rather, you know, to be taught by God. So we come to his presence to be taught by God, you know, we uh, be teachable, right? So, and we see that immediately the spirit of the Lord leads him and says him, get up, right? So it's very important. You know, our perception is trained and you know, through, you know, by God. Because again, as I said, man is just limited by his five senses, what he can perceive, but God is not. God can see through a man's heart Right? And what he is thinking right now and the schemes he's planning right now. And God can look, you know, in, into the future also. He's not bound by the time frame. Right? So even, even the selection of his disciples was something God knew about each and every disciples. About Peter, about uh, John, about even Judas Iscariot. It's important that God... Know, had to choose these 12 disciples including Judas Iscariot who would go and betray Jesus Christ. Imagine if we were in Jesus Christ immediately you know, knowing what Judas, you know, his, his heart and everything immediately we would you know, reject him saying that this man is not good, you know, just leave him. But God knew the good which he wants to bring even from this bad person. So God is not bound by time. You know, God is able to see, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, even in the future, what's going to happen. So that's the reason why it's important that uh, we see, we we perceive the as God does, and that we can do by spending time at the feet of Jesus, right? By by re listening to the scriptures, by reading this 
our scriptures again as i started you know the there are mysteries of god okay but the bible actually unveils you know those mysteries there is so much of things for us already revealed in the bible the mysteries of god i'm not saying these are it these are there are so many but there's so much for a man to walk in god's ways is already revealed in the bible right so we need to go back to our bible and read and again and again and again to understand you know, these mysteries of god right to uh, uh, to understand you know god again as as we grow as we uh, sit at the feet of jesus christ the way we look at ourselves will be completely different the way we look at our problems will be completely different and the way we look at god will be completely different right the way we perceive ourselves perceive our problems our enemies and perceive god will be completely different right if we don't spend time with god right the your understanding about god your knowledge about god you know your experience about uh, of god will become very minimal and then you will tend to focus more on your problem how big your enemy is how uh, you know in during uh, in 17 we going to look at another time how golanath is so big how he carried such a big sword such a big spear how is coming out and 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 speaking certain things to certain curses certain things to uh, dishearten his people so they were hearing things they were seeing things and and they there was fear in their hearts even Saul didn't have the guts to go and fight this Goliath who was speaking not just against Israel uh, his the children of God but against God himself so when your perception of understanding of God your experience of God is very limited automatically your perception of a perception of the enemy becomes very big very threatening to your own life threatening to whatever you know you want to do so it becomes a danger a real danger a real life you know danger right so you become disheartened this fear comes into you and you won't be able to you know fight it again when you don't have uh, this understanding of god automatically you will tend to uh, focus more on uh, the outward appearance you would focus more on uh, things which doesn't matter about yourself or you would think about yourself and things you don't have and just cry and be depressed and uh, be worried and and carry those baggages which you cannot change about yourself but when you look at god believe in god are able to know that how god perceive things and those baggages are lifted off from you and you are able to walk free because because it hardly matters you know how you are how good looking you are it hardly matters you know how uh, beautiful you are you know when you know your god because you know your god doesn't perceive those things and something as a hindrance to what uh, god can use you for but if you are looking by yourself yes you will think all of those things are hindrance to your calling to your purposes uh, to your life to your marriage you no know, you will see all of those things can be 
or something which can affect all these areas even your job right so it's very important very important that uh, that uh, you know how we perceive our enemies how we perceive ourselves you know how we actually you know perceive uh, god right so today we just look at these few things you have a man perceives is different from how a god uh, perceive things right so we need to adopt uh, the way uh, god perceives so we need to train ourselves right so it means going beyond uh, the five senses so your inputs should not be just this five senses but more than that it means you need to be able to receive it in the spirit so you need to have uh, you need to have encounters with angels who can come and minister to you so you need to be able to go beyond this five senses where you can have the spirit of god you can have god himself having jesus you know visiting you so you need to have faith for all of that you need to be able to receive your input from to see through things not just look at things so look at the way how god you know, looks at it here we see samuel has done that you know if god if he was not sensitive if he was just going by the physical appearance and not allow that sixth sense which is the voice of god to speak to him he would have anointed a wrong person asking over Israel and would have you know, led to so much of chaos and destruction in the nation of Israel right so Samuel trained himself so we need to train ourselves we need to train ourselves we need to train ourselves uh, you know the way we perceive ourselves our enemies and, and our God right so it's very very uh, important very important Right. So we'll just uh, close with this, uh, this and this, and next week we'll again continue. Great. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for uh, today. We thank you for this word, and and I pray uh, let this word uh, enlighten us. Let this word uh, speak to our hearts, speak to our spirits, and help us to go uh, deeper into it, understand it, understand it in depth, and. Lord, uh, not just look at outward um, you know, appearance, Lord, and uh, but look at look at the person from the inside, Lord. Uh, because if people were just looking at the outward, Peter wouldn't be accepted as as one of your disciples, Lord. If you were just looking at the outward, Lord, none of those prostitutes or Mary or uh, none of those uh, tax collectors, Lord, uh, Matthew or. Uh, Lord uh, Levi, one none of them will be accepted into your kingdom. Lord, you didn't look at the outward when you accepted them or rejected them, but you looked at the heart, you looked at their faith. Or when you had to do some healing or miracle, Lord, you looked at their faith, or how much faith they had in you. Lord, today you are looking at us in the same way, you're judging by us in the same way and same standards. But many of times where we make decisions, or we go from one city to another city, one business to another business. But we make decisions in our life just by what we see and hear, but nothing beyond it. As 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 your children, as children of you, Lord, uh, we want to be trained by you, taught by you. We want you. We want you to teach us, Lord, the way you function, the way you act, so that we could represent you 
uh, work the same way because this is your work in this world where we are living lord so in this work lord we need to function like you uh, to to be able to bring the best of fruits lord i pray uh, that you would train us that you will teach us lord i pray we will be like those who are uh, taught i pray uh, you, you humble us lord you work in us lord and uh, help us to be like those samuels lord who want to be hasty in coming to a conclusion or a decision but to wait upon you to, to call on to you and to cry on to you lord for everything lord help us to be like those samuels lord lord you be glorified once again we thank you for today we pray this prayer in jesus name amen in the grace of the lord jesus christ and the love of god the sweet fellowship of the holy spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore amen thank you for joining today